Hello and welcome to our Health and Wellness Navigation Program podcast series. Today we will be discussing the benefits to establish preferred provider lists for your community. I am Michelle Kramer, Director of Health and Wellness Programming with LCS Health Services Division. And joining me today is Kristen Landel, Executive Director of the Clarendale of Sharerville. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having me. So, Kristen, one of the opportunities for a health and wellness navigator is to have a comprehensive list of external resources to utilize for education, opportunities, activities, and programs for the residents within the community. What disciplines should be included in a preferred provider network? I have a list to share with you, but it's totally not exhaustive. Uh, First would be home health, outpatient rehab, and if you can find one, a physiatrist. Other great people to have on the program would be a geriatric psychiatrist, counselors, a pharmacist, hospice and palliative care, and if you can get them, additional medical partners like your podiatrist, a dentist, hearing and vision people, community physician, etc. Those are great suggestions. What are the benefits of setting up a preferred provider network? That's a great question, Michelle. When you establish a preferred provider network, you expand not only your team, but your eyes and ears in the building. Those eyes and ears are seeing what is going on with the residents every time they are in the building, and they take ownership of the residents, not just the ones they've worked with. Wow, that's really interesting. Would you give an example of what you mean? Sure. Uh, One time we had a physical therapist who was working with Mrs. S two months prior. And when he was walking through the building, he was able to observe her and he's able to then let the navigator know if she maybe needs a little more therapy, maybe she's doing just great and has made improvements, or maybe she's holding steady. This is a much deeper way to report out things for potential issues like falls. And the preferred providers get to know the residents and share their knowledge with the community too. So, Kristen, what are the health and wellness navigators' responsibilities with preferred providers? As the navigator, you manage the health and wellness of the residents and make recommendations for their care as needed. Having preferred providers minimizes the number of people with whom you need to contact and interact and helps simplify your job. So the navigator will have fewer people to contact, but they will be more invested in the residents' health and wellness. I agree with that. That's really important. What are some best practices when communicating with the preferred providers? The health and wellness navigator should have them report out daily on what's happening and what progress they're seeing that the residents made. Then hold a monthly health and wellness navigation collaborative care meeting where all of the disciplines and preferred providers can share and report resident engagement, status, needs across disciplines. This allows easy reporting and promotes the navigator to secure orders as needed and manage resident care needs quickly and efficiently. So I agree, Kristen, this is really important to be proactive, to identify and address any needs before it becomes an emergency. So what are some ways do preferred providers benefit the community residents? The preferred service providers, along with the community staff, can help manage the resident's health allow for timely interventions, and even help slow the progression of disease. This management of care needs can increase length of stay within the community and help reduce rehospitalization. It also increases resident satisfaction, and the health and wellness navigator can manage the services across care needs better. 
that is so important to get the resident's opinion on the services for the preferred providers and what they provide. What are some strategies you would suggest to secure resident satisfaction and follow up with preferred providers? You can send out a survey after the resident finishes therapy or randomly after certain doctor visits, and then you can create an introduction to the survey that'll remind them what you did as a navigator, like rearranging physical therapy appointments for them or transportation to a certain doctor's appointment. That'll help to build your brand as a navigator as well. So Kristen, this has been wonderful information. What are a few takeaways you would recommend about maintaining a preferred provider list? Build your network of providers. You'll have eyes and ears all over the building, which will only make your job easier. Build an everyone is a caregiver mentality among your staff and give them ways to communicate changes they see or concerns they have with residents. The more eyes and ears you have, the faster you will be able to intercept problems. Then hold a monthly call or meeting where you bring all your providers together to navigate the residents. This feels like a lot of work and a lot of commitment from both you and your providers. However, you can get all of your orders done at once and actually save yourself a lot of time over the course of the month. So whether this feels exciting or overwhelming to you, get started or grow your navigation program. In the end, you'll make the residents happy by helping them lead a healthier life. Plus, you'll make operations happy as you'll be able to make a difference in extending both lives and leases. Thank you so much, Kristen, for joining me today to discuss the benefits of a preferred provider list and network. Thank you so much for having me today, Michelle. This has been a presentation from the Health and Wellness Navigation Program podcast series. Let's achieve a better life through better living.